The following talk was recorded at Label the Planet 2021 Empowering Users, the annual conference on current issues in ethics, social justice and technology from the Free Software Foundation. Label the Planet is a live conference and speakers often use slides and other visual tools to assist their presentation. You can see the videos of these talks at media.libreplanet.org or on the FSF Peertube channel. Label Planet speakers do not represent the mission of the Free Software Foundation. We host speakers talking about their use of free software in different kinds of political and commercial work. The FSF supports their freedom, but does not take positions on any political issues other than those necessary to uphold the principles of free software. Like all the FSF's work on behalf of the grievance of all computer users, Nemo Planet is made possible by thousands of individuals. To keep our work going, please consider becoming an associate member via my.fsf.org join or making a donation at my.fsf.org donate. You can stay informed by subscribing to our newsletter, The Free Software Supporter, at fsf.org fss and for more information on LibrePlanet, you can visit libreplanet.org conference. Hi everybody. And welcome to a very special part of the Libra Planet Conference program, the Free Software Awards. Each year we give out three awards, two to individuals and one to a project or team. And it's just so great to have this opportunity to honor and highlight some of the amazing people and projects out there in the free software movement. These winners were nominated by the public, and then those nominations were uh, considered by our award committee. And that committee includes many previous winners of these very same awards. Uh, they had a tough job this year, um, definitely had to make some difficult decisions, but I think you'll see that we ended up with a, another tremendous group of award winners this year. Uh, please, everyone, do submit your nominations when the 2021 awards open, uh, which we will announce on fsf.org. Uh, let us know who you've seen out there in the free software world, uh, projects and people making a big difference so that we can join you in honoring and appreciating their work. First up tonight, we have the Award for Projects of Social Benefit. This award is given annually to a project or team for applying free software or the ideals of the free software movement to a project that intentionally and significantly benefits society and other aspects of life. This year's winner exemplifies that description. The project has had a huge impact on our world uh, because it provides infrastructure enabling over 11,000 organizations to pursue their respective missions uh, across all areas of life, including health, the arts, peace, even animal welfare, and so much more. We use it here at the FSF, and in fact, if you registered for this conference, you used it too. I had the opportunity myself to attend uh, one of this project's code sprints several years ago in New York, and I had such a positive experience. You know, it's it's so disheartening to hear folks at other nonprofits tell horror stories about how they can't do their work because their contact data is being held hostage by some proprietary software or service company who decided to raise their prices or change the rules. And so these nonprofits are unable to interact with their constituents, organize people, fundraise, communicate. Uh, so they can't pursue their missions. And I'm so thankful that this project is out there providing a solution that for nonprofits that does not sacrifice their freedom or autonomy, uh, and they're doing it under the GNU Afero General Public License. 
So please join me in congratulating the winner of the 2020 Award for Projects of Social Benefit, which is CIVI CRM. Thank you all for the work that you do to make this world a better, freer place. Here to accept the award on behalf of the project is Joshua Gowans. Joshua? A huge thank you to the team at the Free Software Foundation for presenting this award to CiviCRM. It's truly an incredible honor to accept this on behalf of the entire CiviCRM community. I'm Josh Gowans, and I'm the project manager for the CiviCRM core team. Since the founding of CiviCRM in 2005, the core team has been responsible for the daily operation and ongoing coordination of the project. However, it's thanks to the passionate and dedicated community of contributors and financial supporters that CiviCRM continues to exist and thrive and to achieve its mission of ensuring that any organization, regardless of size, budget, or mission, has access to a free, world-class CRM. As free software, CiviCRM continues to grow and improve, empowering more nonprofit and civic sector organizations today than ever before. It's translated into dozens of languages and used throughout the world by organizations tackling significant issues such as climate change, poverty, and human rights abuses. By accepting this award, I want to acknowledge on behalf of the CiviCRM core team how truly grateful we are to all of the individual contributors as well as the various financial sponsors and partners that have made CiviCRM possible. I would also like to take this opportunity to thank the founders of CiviCRM, Donald Lobo and Dave Greenberg, who had the foresight to start CiviCRM in the first place and the perseverance to see it through to becoming the healthy, community-sustained project that it is today. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Lobo. Finally, I want to thank the team of the Free Software Foundation for the vital work they do each and every day and for awarding CiviCRM this recognition. It's truly an honor. Thank you. For decades, I've told people that the most important free program to write is one that does something that we can't do with free software. If you write a free program that's this good and it replaces another free program that's this good, you've made this much improvement. If you write a free program this good, which does something there's no free software for, you've essentially your work has to be compared against nothing at all, which means it can be amazingly better even if you did the same amount of work. Freeing people is the goal after all. And since a few years ago, I've been telling people that the most important way to make a technical contribution to the free world is by reverse engineering hardware specs when the hardware product specs are secret. Well, this year's award for an outstanding new free software contributor goes to somebody who went straight for the most important possible project. And this is reverse engineering the specs of the Mali GPU. The award goes to Alyssa Rosenzweig. Here you are, and we're all very impressed. Thank you.
I'm honored to receive this year's award for outstanding new free software contributor for my work on Panfrost, the free driver for ARM GPUs. Between my work as a Collaborator employee and my hobby contributions as a GNU Linux hacker, I've been lucky to have the opportunity to make meaningful free software contributions. I believe free software is key to environmental sustainability and to protecting civil liberties in a digital world. On one hand, proprietary drivers can accelerate electronic waste, but by providing hardware support upstream, today's devices can be, continue to be maintained tomorrow. On the other hand, free drivers permit security audits at the lowest levels, crucial to the protecting user privacy in the campaign against mass surveillance. I'm excited to continue working towards progressive reform via free software, and I'm humbled to be a part of this outstanding community. I'd like to extend a thanks to my mentors in the Mesa community, particularly Rob Clark, Jason Ekstrand, and Daniel Stone, all of whom supported my work even as a high school student. I'd like to thank everyone who contributes to free software and give a special thanks to my friend Tawa, who I met this time at Lever Planet last year. Thank you and happy hacking. And now it's time for our third and final award of the evening. The award for the advancement of free software is given annually to a person who has made a great contribution to the development and progress of free software through activities that accord with the spirit of free software. This year's winner I have known for my entire career in free software because he's the one who hired me at the FSF back in 2003. So I could go on and on much longer than I will about all the reasons I know this award is so well deserved. In 2002, for example, at the FSF, he launched successfully the FSF Associate Membership Program, which not only provided the FSF with financial stability and autonomy, but brought together a worldwide community of thousands of committed, passionate free software activists to work together and advance the movement. And this just points to an invaluable personality trait that he has. He's a wealth of information about the history of free software, how it works, its licensing, its ideology, but he doesn't keep that to himself and he doesn't lord that over other people. He shares it, he teaches, he lifts other people up and enables them to make their own contributions. He's further served the free software community and advanced the movement through his work at Software Freedom Conservancy, being an integral part of designing and running fiscal sponsorship systems that help free software projects fundraise and put those resources toward improving free programs that so many of us use every day. And perhaps most importantly of all, he served all of us through his tireless work on GPL enforcement and copyleft education. The GNU General Public License cannot achieve its goal of protecting our freedom or getting us to a world where all the software that we use is free if it's not enforced and enforced in a principled way with an eye toward that goal. Somebody has to do that work and he has done more of this work over the course of his career than anybody else I know. In some companies that work puts him in the crosshairs. Here at Libra Planet, that work puts him in the award circle for standing up for our freedom and for advancing this movement. So it is my absolute honor on behalf of the FSF Board of Directors, the award committee, and the whole organization to present the 2020 award for the advancement of free software to Bradley Kuhn. Thank you, Bradley. I really wish we could be celebrating this in person. Uh, 
Conservancy is doing the next best thing and offering a virtual party that everyone is welcome to join. It will start uh, half an hour, about 7 p.m., half an hour after the closing remarks here. Uh, everyone is welcome to join, bring a beverage of choice, and be prepared to toast Bradley or software freedom generally. And uh, Karen told me that if the Conservancy Big Blue Button instance falls over, then we'll just know that so many people support Bradley and software freedom, and we'll move on to the Pound Conservancy channel on Freenode uh, via IRC. We'll put the links out in the channel uh, shortly in the uh, Libra Planet IRC channel and other communication channels. So now let me invite Bradley himself up to the virtual stage here. Thank you so much, John, for this prestigious award. It is particularly meaningful to receive it in the very first year that I became eligible for it. That year, though, has been one of suffering and tragedy. I myself lost two members of my family to COVID-19, and I'm sure so many people in the software freedom community have faced similar suffering and anguish. So it's with a heavy heart that I accept being a fan of award shows that I can't run up on stage in front of all of you and hold the award up high and do it all in person. We all have an obligation, as every citizen does, to avoid crowds and do all the things that are necessary to assure this pandemic comes to a swift end. So I accept this award remotely instead and look forward to seeing you all again in future at some point. I have so many people that I must thank for this award. I'll be reaching out to many of them over the coming weeks, and I hope they'll forgive me that I picked just a few to thank here today. I'm a fan of the Kierkegaard quote, life must be lived forwards, but can only be understood backwards. I therefore tend to look backwards to understand the events of the day. And when I learned I was receiving this award, I looked at the past winners and was reminded the inaugural winner of this award was Larry Wall. Larry created Perl and the Perl community in the early 1990s, and that was the first free software community that I ever participated in. I thank everyone in that community, and Larry in particular, for teaching me how valuable free software collaboration was and how much it could accomplish. And most of all, that choosing a good license for a free software project was essential to making it accessible and usable and preserving the freedoms of everyone. Years later, in the early 2000s, Larry served on my thesis committee and I was about to go off to my first job as a software freedom activist. In those days, one of the key points of debate was the question of how to handle people who used less than good language to refer to our work in free software. Larry had a great piece of advice for this particular linguistic conundrum. 
He said, I think as an activist, you should follow the rule of network protocols on this language issue. Namely, he said, be conservative in what you emit, but liberal in what you accept. I hope I have followed that rule throughout my career. I've certainly tried to. Second, I want to thank Luik Dakari. He won't be surprised to know I still haven't learned enough French to pronounce his name correctly, but he may be surprised to know that I was listening to the many things that he taught me about running free software projects. Most notably, I've tried to follow his first principle, which is one of pure stubbornness. He said that the most important thing to do as a free software developer is simply stubbornly refuse to write or use any proprietary software. His thesis being that many of the more complicated decisions that come later will be simpler if this is your first principle. Time in my career have proved that right to me. I've also looked for principles in the history of activism and a perennial one that I believe we should use and has been used for generations by, of activists is to always be ready to speak truth to power. This has come easy to me when speaking truth to the incumbent proprietary software power that's all around us in the software industry, but has been exceedingly difficult to do when I've had to speak truth to power to other free software leaders when they needed to hear it. I'm proud that I was able to do it when necessary, and I encourage all of you to speak truth to power no matter where it is, including to me. Software freedom activism was almost a foregone conclusion for me as my career. I loved programming and computers and computer science, but I also really wanted to be a rabble rouser for a living. So software freedom, advocacy, and activism was, was natural. But I care deeply about so many causes and so many important causes in our world today. Systemic racism and sexism are rampant in our world and in our community in particular. Climate change remains a seemingly intractable problem that needs our attention. I believe that software freedom activism should take an intersectional approach and engage with these other causes, learn how to implement their ideals in our movement, and teach them our ideals and encourage them to be implemented in their movements. As the world becomes more digital, software freedom becomes a key center cause of all the many important causes we need to take on. And we have to be opening and coordinating with these other causes. That brings me to the person who taught me that principle. My friend, my colleague, my collaborator, co-host of a podcast with me, Karen Sandler. Karen and I, I believe, have proved the old adage, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. We have achieved together things in free software that I am sure neither of us could have achieved had we attempted them 
on our own. Software freedom activism is a cause where the highs are very high and the lows are very low. Having someone working with you every day who cares just as deeply as you do about the cause is a comfort and a joy. Finally, and most importantly, I thank my spouse, Elizabeth McKeever. Elizabeth has been with me since the first day I read the GPL and has stood by me and been my friend and spouse for all of that time. She, an activist herself, looks with fresh eyes on our rather unique free software world when I need advice and counsel from someone who's not deep in it. A few years ago, I was walking around the house moping because a bunch of people at companies and some people at a ironically named after the most famous GPL program trade association really didn't like me. And I felt pretty bad about it. And she said to me, I remember you really like the Michael Moore documentary, Roger and Me. She said, do you think Michael Moore was ever liked by General Motors? Didn't General Motors hate Michael Moore from the moment they learned his name? And don't they still hate him to this day? Furthermore, she said, if you were walking around saying that you were happy that these companies and trade associations liked you so much, you'd then be worried that you had sold out in some way and be moping about that. Her point was quite insightful. When you speak truth to power, the power often doesn't like you. And right now we are facing a time when software companies have realized that they might be able to defeat us. I will take the advice of the ancient Greeks and not rest on my laurels. I plan to continue my work, particularly for the strategy of copyleft and the GPL. When I installed my first GNU Plus Linux system in the early 1990s, I never would have imagined that by this year, a billion devices on the planet would have the kernel name Linux inside them, and that millions upon millions of users would have these devices in their hands and in their homes. However, I would have been deeply disturbed to learn what is also true today. The fact that the GPL is not the magic pixie dust that I thought it was, but instead is something that must be defended, and when not defended adequately, is widely ignored and violated. Users, we all agree, deserve the right to copy and modify and install modified versions of their software on their own devices. Yet companies, many of whom contribute to Linux and other GPL projects, are working to make that not true every single day. The GPL is widely ignored, and they're continuing to recruit former allies of ours to take a position against copyleft who once were for it. My colleagues at the Software Freedom Conservancy and I are committed over the next few years to make a big change 
to solve this problem. We believe that users deserve the right to reinstall modified versions of their software on their own devices, and we're going to do what it takes to uphold the GPL. We can use your support. Obviously, a financial contribution to Conservancy is nice, but most importantly, be active and out there speaking out about why copyleft matters and is a useful strategy for software freedom. When you hear people saying, the license you pick for your project doesn't matter, tell them GPL is a better choice. When you hear people saying, it doesn't matter who ends up with the copyrights or what contributor license agreement you have to sign that gives all your rights away and makes the GPL effectively not work, tell them you want the rights in the hands of people who care about software freedom and will uphold a user's right to reinstall their software and modify it on their devices. We all bear a responsibility for the advancement of software freedom. I'm so grateful to get this award. It is painful that we have to make a few enemies among people who want to proprietorize software. But to conclude with the words that Sally Field used when she received her Oscar, I know right now you all like me. <laughs> you really like me. I know that there are people out there who care about software freedom, who are giving me this award. And I thank you for it. And I thank you for recognizing the work that I've done. I remain in service to the cause of software freedom for the rest of my career. And I look forward to working with you all on it. Thank you again so much for this incredibly prestigious and special award. <laughs>